Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the Cast, the podcast where a couple of regular guys share their grievances about gaming. I am always am your host, Angsty Gaijin, and I'm here with the mushroom-munching, shell-shooting, lightning-tossing... Now, the mushroom-munching was only once in college, and it was on a dare. Anyways, no pants, kid. Yes. So, how are ya? <sighs> work all day, work all night. Yeah, I know the feeling. It's it's busy. It's not as busy as the holiday season, but it's uh it's quite busy. Lots of things going on. Um I, you know, aside from work, I'm getting ready for my trip to Japan. Heard from my host family, so that's fun. Um my one of my host students uh this summer now has invited us to her family's ramen shop, so I will get to hopefully I'd like to maybe get the behind-the-scenes look at what a ramen shop looks like behind the scenes. Just so, millions and millions of 20-cent packets. Oh, that would make me so sad. Yes. If if true, uh, the things that they do on it to transform it into deliciousness would be worth seeing, if nothing else. <laughs> Actually, I'm really curious what handmade ramen even looks like, so... I'm very, very excited. I think it'll be a lot of fun. My host family, so they actually hosted one of the people on the board before who went as a chaperone last year on the same, or not last year, but the year before on the same delegation. And uh, they're pretty fun-loving, I hear. The, the, the father, the guy who's like in his early 60s, apparently was trying to get the guy that went over and was hosted there to a host a hostess club um yeah. i don't know whether or not that will happen again i have been warned substantially to avoid such things but it's not because i would do anything wrong right it's it's because i would give the most awkward shinji face ever if i was going into a hostess club um so <laughs> I don't know. Probably that's a really weird mental image that I just gave you of myself going into a hostess club and doing the most anime sweat drop face you've probably ever seen. I'm sure they're used to that, but then they just coax the money right out of you. Apparently these guys are rich, but what what the people that stayed over there before would call rich, I don't know. I'm just I'm just looking forward to oh I'm I'm just looking forward to going back to Japan. I think it's going to be a fun time. Everybody that I've talked to so far, at least in my host family, I've only talked to the daughter who speaks pretty good English. Um, so we cha- we exchange things back and forth in English and Japanese. Both of us talk in both languages, and that's pretty fun. So it'll be it'll be a good time. I. They seem like great people, and people are people no matter where they are in the world. They just live in a more interesting location than I do at the moment. So, it'll be fun. I just hope the kids are good and there won't be any real trouble touring people around. You know how high school and college kids are. They're crazy, so hopefully nobody does anything too stupid. (laughs) You never know. You never know. So, Mario Kart 8 had its second pack of DLC this week. 
Have you had a chance to pick it up? I have convinced the wife to let me buy it on my next paycheck. So you don't have either one then, huh? I have not either one, but I am going to buy it because there's a lot of tracks. It's like buying a third of a new Mario Kart game. It's buying half a new Mario Kart game. It's ridiculous. The, the number of tracks that it gives you now, it's it's by far the most full-featured Mario Kart game ever now. Um, I'm loving it. My favorite part is actually a throwback to something you might remember growing up in the Naper Thrill, where we would hang out with our friends, play Double Dash, and pick Baby Park. Baby Park is making a return. Unfortunately, the gigantic Chain Chomp and Bowser Shell Madness is no longer in play because those are no longer power-ups that Mario Kart 8 has. Those are specific to Double Dash because each character had a different set of power-ups. So we won't get those. But I have heard that combining the new 200cc mode with bombs only on Baby Park is absolute insanity and we must try it. I, I will. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad how you have such a great attitude about losing on Baby Park. <laughs> played me on Baby Park has done. See, I have this thing about Mario Kart, and you know this thing very well. Um, I will wait out like 10 to 15 to 20 seconds. Uh, I'll just wait there, twiddling my thumbs. I could even tweet. And uh, then I will come from behind, ha, and I will destroy everyone and get first place by a mile. This is the way of things. I'm glad you've accepted this. Baby Park is different, though, man. Baby Park's strategy is completely different than hanging back in fourth place and waiting to just grab the triple shell and go for it. The the power-up consistency in Mario Kart 8 is very different than previous titles. You've had to have seen this. Right, so it's not Mario Kart Wii where we had the, the blue shell every single time. Like, literally, you'd get out in front, blue shell, blue shell, blue shell, red shell, red shell, green shell, green shell. Like, just boom, 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 boom. It's not like that anymore. Plus, you've got the horn that blocks the blue shell. Which yeah. Which shows up more often than I would have expected, actually. And, but anyway, back to the DLC tracks. They're good. There's four classic tracks and four brand new tracks. Two of them are F-Zero. Not in the the latest pack, but there's one F-Zero track in the latest pack and one in the previous pack. Both of those are great. Um, I would say my favorite track, though, in the the whole DLC pack is probably... Baby Park doesn't count. I like Dragon Driftway in the first one. Because you're, you're driving around on the back of a gigantic, like, one of those bosses from Mario Galaxy, the big... I think it's Gobblegut or whatever, the dragon... Um, and it's got a Asian theme, so there's massive gates and lanterns and other fun things. The, the graphics of Mario Kart 8 I love anyway. And the DLC tracks look just as good, with just like one or two exceptions, look just as good as the tracks included on the game. I'm probably running out of space on my Wii U by now with all the crazy... I mean, even I didn't even put this on our schedule, but even the Smash Brothers stuff continually getting 
things for free or at, at cheap prices there. Nintendo deciding to support their platforms with DLC. DLC the way it should be done, I should add, not crappy free-to-play DLC or DLC that's just locking things out from the old game, but actual extra content that you pay for with money that's sizable, decent, and a good value, and a lot of fun to play. If, if more places do DLC like Nintendo does, I say bring it on, but most of the time they don't. And we'll get into that further down the, the, the schedule as well when I'm going to rant a bit on one of the fighting games that has come out recently, but we're not there yet. First, we've got to talk a little bit more about Smash Brothers, and when there's Smash Brothers, there are Amiibos. Oh, God. Tell me, tell me, tell me how you have not, tell me how you are not an addict. Tell me. After the Smash Wave, I'm out. Okay, I'm done. So, so what did you do? What and, did you do? and the Yarn Yoshis. i got to get the Yarn Yoshis, too. Oh, okay. And then after that, the Zelda ones. There's no Zelda ones. There will be. There will be. We'll see. No, we'll see. I'm going to mark it down. So if we check a couple episodes back in the archives, it was, I have to go through this wave of Smash. Now, according to the transcript, it is this much Smash plus the Yarn Yoshis. Oh, Uh, no. (laughs) Yes, this is is why people stage interventions. Uh, Because, yes. Unfortunately, I do not have a an achievement unlocked for Wave 4 completion because... Or is it Wave 5 now? I, I don't remember. Wave 4 or 5, whatever we're on right now, because of the fucking store exclusive striking again. Mm-hmm. Um, Jigglypuff and Greninja are not mine. However, they did offer pre-orders on Greninja this morning at Toys R Us, but I could not get up two hours early to go wait in line. But, I had to go to a meeting. Did you do? What did you do for an Amiibo reason? <sighs> so I was one of those... I was okay. actually... Tell us. This is a safe place. I was one of the GameStop people. Okay. What happened? Okay, so a couple weeks back, I think it was three weeks back, they issued... So this is when all of the Wave... It is Wave 4. Now now I'm positive. It is Wave 4. Um, all of the Wave 4 Amiibos got released on most of the, the main sites. So Best Buy had them. I think some of the other retailers, too, were selling them that day. GameStop was also supposed to sell them that day, but decided instead that after all of Best Buy's sold out, that they were going to offer them in-store only starting at 2 p.m. Central Time. So I was like, okay, I will get out of work early, I will go down to the GameStop, it will take me 15 minutes, and then oh. I will be back. Sweet summer child, how did it go? It didn't go nearly so well. Oh, I was one of those patsies in the line, I was the first one in. So, between the time when I got there at 1 o'clock to the time, to uh, 1.59 p.m. Central Time, the line had ballooned from just myself to myself plus 17 other morons waiting to get rung up for these Wave 4 Amiibos. Oh my. So, as a technological person with a background in e-commerce, I think this is funny because they're not ordering them through the website proper. Oh no. 
they're going through their internal order management system. And um, I know a thing or two about how these things work. We'll just put it that way. And I turn to the guy next to me because I'm bored. And I'm like, and, and I'm feeling a little sarcastic at the time. And I'm a little bitter because I've been waiting in GameStop for an hour. And I turn to the guy and I say, watch. The second it clicks over to 2 o'clock, the entire computer system that spans all of GameStop corporate is going to crash. He's like, yeah, bro, whatever. Doesn't matter. He was he was actually a really nice guy. He was a financial analyst. He looked to be about our age or a little bit older. Has the full collection, just like me, whatever. But I, I just, I had a feeling, knowing my background, knowing how how people kind of configure these things, that if every store had a line like ours, the system was going down. And it went down. And didn't not only go down, but it went down so hard that it pulled down the external facing site and made it so that myself and the other person who were sitting up there, the first in line, they kept trying to do the order over and over and over again through the internal man. Uh, internal order system and every time we'd get another step it would boot us back out people do not know how these things work and <laughs> refreshing it won't fix it um, the only thing that fixed it was when they pulled in extra resources to the internal system to allow that to function as far as I could tell Again, I don't have internal knowledge of GameStop systems, but I do have internal knowledge of how e-commerce retail platforms work, and I knew that this was probably going to end badly, and it did. But I was one of the few people in that line of 17 to actually secure the entire set of Wayfar Amiibo that were not retailer exclusive, plus the GameStop retailer exclusive NES. And I do actually have a spare NES because I was able to order the six-in-one all-pack, which includes a NES, and then a standalone NES. And I'm undecided what I'm going to do with that NES yet. I may have to trade it. I do have a friend that potentially needs it, which I will give to them at retail price if they still need it. Uh, I kind of wish that I wouldn't have said that, though, because I kind of need to trade it for a stupid ninja frog thing. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Why didn't you so there you go. There you go. What? Explore a homeless guy for some crack. It's the same end result. What? No, it's not that bad. It's, it's, it's not any better. Dude, I'm not the worst one. There were 17 other people behind me. Yeah, who hated you and your knowledge of IT. <laughs> I didn't say it to everybody. I just said it to one person, and I was only half serious. I didn't seriously think that that every store in the states was going to have that line and everybody was going to hit that system all at once and it would take it down. I had no idea how bad that was going to go. Can I can I can I try to ask for can I see if I can understand this using Star Trek layman's terms? Sure. If I can understand Star Trek terms which I might or might not be able to understand. So Awesome. Go right ahead. This is just when they use a simple analogy to explain something that makes sense and is in no way accurate but is good enough to make the engineer say sure why not and if I can understand this correctly it's like having a big restaurant with, with about several different groups of waiters and they all put their order in 
from their own little order menus into the same line cook who promptly kills himself. Yes, that is that is exactly correct. That is about as close as you can get to accurate. It's a it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's pretty I much know, it. I know, I know, I know. But GameStop did successfully add more line cooks, but it was after about forty five minutes when people were starting to give up, and they closed the restaurant. They've done that before. Boy, that's that's hilarious. I'm, I'm, I've never been so glad I don't collect amiibos. <laughs> I've reached a new level. I've reached a whole new level of sadness. But, oh, and I ordered extras because I, I didn't think I would have... I had to get the, the six-in-one pack because every time they would add the individual ones, it would kill the order. So... Instead of ordering just the ones I wasn't able to secure earlier in the day when stuff sold out in under a minute. Because I, I had successfully grabbed Charizard and Pac-Man from somewhere that is not GameStop. But I had them all in my cart and when I clicked checkout in that retailer, it bombed out. It didn't work. And it was because Robin sold out from underneath me. Lucina sold out from underneath me. Wario sold out from underneath me. Those whores. So the only ones that were left were freaking Charizard and Pac-Man. So now I have two extra Charizard and Pac-Man that nobody is going to want because they're freaking booster again. Like, they're Mario, Luigi, whatever. They're going to have like 20 billion of them. They're going to be everywhere. But all the other ones, <laughs> Robin, Lucina, Wario, good luck. <laughs> good luck indeed. And all those store exclusives. Oh, God. Why do they keep doing that? Oh, God. Because they have you. You see, you understand, they gave you a taste, man. But now they got you hook, line, and sinker. They got you on that smack. It's they not helping. It's not helping the stores. Because people just come in and buy them all out anyway. Like, the stores aren't making the $40 that eBay profiteers are making. Nintendo would be better off selling these things on their own site for 40 bucks a pop. I, I, I don't get it. I, I just, I, I don't understand how these how the fact that these are selling for as much as they are is benefiting anyone except scalpers. The drug deals only uh, only benefit drug dealers. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I wish you'd stop comparing amiibos to illegal substances. I, 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 I truly believe that this is the correct line of uh, questioning for amiibos. Except it's actually something that traditional nerds will actually imbibe other than alcohol or fashionable mead. Mead is only for Renaissance fairgrounds. Exactly. Exactly. But that doesn't stop them. Mm, true. Anyways. Mm, yes. Mead. Amiibos. Any shenanigans from Wave 4 on your side of things? Any Any weirdness? in regards to Amiibos, or was that mostly in on... Well, all of this stuff was mostly online, so you probably didn't have anybody coming in asking for... No, no, that, that, that doesn't stop them, because they somehow believe that maybe their local store has the one that got through on the truck and had that one stoned-out person in the back who uh, put everything... who accidentally put them out, and the computer system was too dumb to catch it. And, yeah... My regulars showed up, I talked to them, they asked me for Amiibos. And then they forgot about your existence. Oh, not yet, you have to respond first, right? 
I responded. Then they asked me to check in the back, and then I faded away. <laughs> Uh, why? Like I said, it's a drug, and I when I can't pedal it, I'm dead to them. It's like asking, it's like asking a methamphetamine addict for a toothbrush. It's like, why the hell would I want this toothbrush? Why are you here? Why are you not made of meth? And yeah. Has there been any time where you've actually gotten anything? relatively uncommon or has it just been sitting there with the Mario's and Peaches the entire time what if I told you I was once juggling Mega Man's and opt-in was debating sending you a picture of me <laughs> a la why can't I hold all these lines holding why can't I hold all these collectible amiibos but then decided this is silly and put them all down that would have made me smile that would have been hilarious I had in my hands at one point over seven Mega Man's Mega Man didn't end up being as rare as people thought he was going to be, but he's uncommon. And also Meta Knight. Meta Knight would be really funny. Oh my god. I can't even imagine the insanity that that these store exclusives... Like, it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's so frustrating. And I, I can't wait. Like, I'm just waiting for Amazon's to go. Like, Amazon's the only retailer that hasn't gotten a store exclusive yet. I've, I've I've succeeded in getting them all, except for Greninja and Jigglypuff, which I might be able to snag if I'm really patient on launch day. It's but like with an attic. The wife has already refused to wait in line at the other store, so basically, right. on the 29th, I have to choose between Jigglypuff and Greninja and trade for the other. So I have to figure out which one is going to be more difficult to come by, and then buy two of them, and then trade for the other because I don't know how else I'm going to be able to keep the completion going. The thing that frightens me the most, though, is that Wave 5 has been announced, and it's Dark Pit and Palutina, and if those pre-orders go up when I'm in Japan, I'm screwed, because Lisa has already said she is in no way supporting the habit, so even if I ask her desperately, please go online at 2 p.m. and order this, she will be like, you're insane. I'm not going to do that. See, if you're Go have fun in Japan. I would actually, if I got them in, I'd buy them. <laughs> what i do, I would hold them cackling above an open flame in my backyard. <laughs> would see them dancing above the fire. And, oopsie. There goes one. <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> yes. No. I would say this is for your own good with each... Passing one to its plasticky, melty death. <laughs> what a waste! A waste! <laughs> this is like the booze hounds who soak, who drop the bottle and have to soak it up through the uh, through the, the cracks in the sidewalk. You know, honestly, I didn't expect it to be this bad. I thought. I told I you thought, it was bad. Okay, I thought that when the Mario Party Wave came out and nobody gave a fuck, that it was finally done. I thought it was done. I thought, okay, good. Now I won't have to worry about it. It can go back to pre-launch time when I can actually order stuff, get it in, and sit on it for a while and not have to worry about it. Nah, 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 nope, nope, never, nope. They want the freaking Smash Amiibos, just like me. 
it, it's going to be so funny when everybody, I, I don't know, is everybody feeling the same way? Are, are they are they thinking that they're just going to complete that one set and then be done? Those Yarn Yoshis, though. Those Yarn Yoshis are so, they must be mine. All three, all three colors. So, this is the son of a man who needs help. I don't need help. I need more amiibos. Holy shit. <laughs> it's almost awkward. He's gonna start talking about the spiders under his skin. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> fine, I tell you. So speaking of utter bullshit, how about Konami? How about Konami? So, we talked about this a little bit last time, but we didn't know the extent of how bad it got. Yep. We thought that last that the weekend would be light on news this week, right? Oh, no, 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 no. The one and only Silent Hills, the collaboration between Hideo Kojima, Guillermo del Toro of Pan's Labyrinth, and other interestingly twisted movies, and Norman Reedus, who I honestly had no idea who the fuck he was until this weekend, that collaboration was taken out back and put out of its misery. Mm, yes. Um, I'm not happy about this. No, you're not. But in order to give it some context, this project was announced in a very particular and effective way. So mm. during Gamescom last year, Sony and... Well, I don't think... No, Kojima didn't even... Kojima didn't even upfront say anything about it. During Sony's... I believe it was Sony's press conference, they said, go out and download this PT playable teaser for an upcoming PlayStation 4 title. Just go. Just go check it out. People downloaded it. We had no idea what it was. I, I didn't actually get PT until this weekend, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, there's a good reason for that. But the people who downloaded it, it turned out that it was a very, very poignant horror experience. Oh. It's very difficult to describe. It's psychological horror. So it's it's not... It, it has a couple of jump scares, but it's not the same as, you know, the Resident Evil old school, hey, there, you're going by the window. Oh, oh shit. Dog goes through crash oh shit there's a dog i gotta run you know jump scare bullshit pt doesn't rely on jump scare bullshit it relies on a constant stream of uneasiness through its visual and audio or visual and and sound cues through its visuals and audio there we go that's what i'm looking for um combining together into what could be described as the most poignant representation of games and art ever Hmm. Now, have you heard about PT at all? Oh, I've heard everything that you were just saying. I just wanted to hear you say it. Okay, so, that's fine. Uh -huh. do, that do you have an idea of what it even looks like, or or what it resembles, or anything like that? Do you, have you well, seen yeah. anything on it? I have. Okay. I have so it. so you understand? Maybe I remember you being a little bit of a film buff, so you kind of understand. A little bit about the camera thing, like all of the techniques that Kojima and his team were using here. Oh yeah, but for, all for those guys who have not seen this or have lived under a rock or what have you, or 
want to kind of understand a little bit better about how this sort of came together, what you've got, or for those who unfortunately don't have PS4s and will never be able to have this experience, and we'll get to that, um, this game, cons or I guess you could call it a game, it's mostly a teaser, consists of a repeating hallway. This repeating hallway changes as you step through it bit by bit by bit and solve puzzles. So you'll walk through the hall. It's kind of a, a half rectangle shaped hallway. So you'll go straight, you'll turn a corner, you'll go straight again, you'll turn another corner, and then actually you don't even turn a corner that time. You can go into a room sometimes, which is the bathroom, and then you can go to the end of the hallway. There's another door. When you open that door, it opens up to another version of that same hallway you were just in, but things get progressively weirder. Um, weirder is kind of a understatement. It's it, it gets progressively more unsettling, I guess, is the best way to describe it. And I honestly haven't played through more than a couple of cycles of this. I've seen a lot of videos, and I've seen a lot of just... Oh my god, it's ridiculously cool. Good. I'm glad the whole. You. The I'm whole sad that it's gone. It sounds amazing. Yeah, you know, it, it is. And the whole idea behind it, like the the family being murdered and, and the all of that, it's just, it's a very cool sensory experience that, unfortunately, Konami has decided to pull down from the store. Yeah. What happens after you solve PT and get through all of the puzzles, which I think to this day nobody really knows how to trigger, you get a trailer for a new Silent Hill game called Silent Hills, which is what I was referring to earlier. That just was announced this weekend as cancelled. And Konami didn't announce it as cancelled. Nope. Guillermo del Toro did in a fan panel that he was having in San Francisco at the time. He said, quote, he said that his association with Kojima, quote, is not going to happen and that breaks his greasy heart. It breaks my greasy heart, too. It's a shame. And then Norman Reedus, of course, comes in. Who Norman Reedus happens to be a star from The Walking Dead, which, again, I had no idea up until this weekend who the hell he was, but he's apparently important. Also was looking forward to doing this collaboration, and it's gone. It's gone. We need to play PT together, I think, and we need to stream it. Maybe for Halloween. It's ridiculous. I'll Did have to download it. I had no desire to play it until you said Halloween. Okay. Get it because it's gone in two days, and potentially sooner than that with all the negative press they're getting. I got it yesterday because I was like, shit, with, with all this craziness going on, they're going to be like, we can't have it up anymore, people are talking about it, let's pretend it doesn't exist. Because clearly they've, they've done that before. They've tried to wipe Kojima off the map. They didn't even let Kojima go to the Famitsu Awards to get his three awards. It was quite awkward seeing the video from the awards ceremony in Japanese where they're like, and best original game of the year goes to Hideo Kojima. Oh, wait. Kojima-san wa doko? Huh. He's not here. Oh. Hmm. Okay. And best original trailer of the year goes to Kojima. Still not here. It was very awkward. Oh, gosh, Konami. Well, um, I'm logging in right now to the PS4 store. Do it! So, do you have much experience with the Silent Hill series at all? No. No? Not, no. Me neither. Me neither. I actually only played part of the first one, 
and I got to the elementary school and I couldn't go any further. And this was all the way back on the PS1. It was like so freaking disturbing, like with those little knife-wielding doll things in the elementary school. I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too much. There it is. I can download the shit. Do it! So Silent Hill is much more about the, the psychological scares, like I said, and PT is much is plays into that too, versus the jump scares. Jump scares only work so often, and Resident Evil does them far too much. Psychological scares, just making things more and more unsettling, that takes a lot more work. And people talk a lot about indie devs replacing the mainstream devs, and that's okay. You know, like I hear some voices in the indie community saying, oh, Hideo Kojima's gone, great, let, let's let one more from the old guard finally pass on, make room for the new guys. The problem with that thinking for some genres, like I would say this being one of those genres, is that it's very hard to do psychological horror correctly as an indie. I will say that the concept behind PT, the repeating hallway, the first time I ever saw that was actually an indie game. And when I saw it for the first time and, and heard the concept of it, I was actually surprised because the first thing I thought of was this weird indie, I, I, I don't think we can even call it a game, weird indie experience that I heard about that I thought was just a creepypasta, but apparently it was an actual game <laughs> that centered around a movie theater. And you would you would be at the start, you would be at, a, at the entrance of a movie theater with this weird-looking ticket-taker guy. And you'd walk through, and you'd, you'd have movie posters on each side, and you'd walk into the into the movie th- the the theater where the movie's playing. And as you walk in there, you get some weird sounds, and then you get booted back out. But when you get booted back out, the ticket guy is is weird, like you know, gets demented or deranged or looks different or whatever. And then you go through again, and then the movie is different, like it starts to get a little fuzzy or whatever then you go back through again and then yeah like progressively weirder and weirder and weirder um and and i thought that was really neat at the time too just hearing about that it it's not a new idea but the way that kojima executed it was ridiculously cool so what do you think is going on at Konami? are they just do they hate money or good press or do you think that they finally are saying you know what do you think is going on at Konami? I have a theory. I have a theory, too. So, we'll theory. start with mine, then. So, people on the internet, some people say, right? You know, the hardcore forums or whatever are saying that, oh, it's Japanese honor, blah, blah, blah. The executives hate Kojima, and they're going to kick him out, and they're going to put him in the boredom room or whatever, and, or fire him because they don't want to deal with him, or they don't like him. Nope. Um, it's, it's an honor thing. You don't understand. I'm an expert. No, I, I don't I don't think that's the case at all. They're pointing to the situation with Capcom, Keiji Inafune, and Mega Man as a parallel, which it is a parallel, but not in the way they think. Now, they also think that Capcom is not making any more Mega Man games because Inafune is no longer there. No, in fact, the reason why they canceled the last Mega Man game that they were making when Inafune was there, which is the... Mega Man uh, 3DS game, Mega Man Dash 3, or Mega Man Legends 3, I guess, in the States. Um, The reason why they canceled that was because they didn't think it was going to make money. Which, I think, going back to the Kojima thing, is also true. I think that 
Kojima's just too expensive. Metal Gear's too expensive. Silent Hills was going to be very expensive. I am surprised that they canceled this because it got so much ridiculous hype, but this thing didn't cost zero dollars to make either. This was a standalone experience that was, I'd say, probably about an hour long. It doesn't have a whole lot of art assets, but, but there's a lot of things that you have to do in a particular order, meaning that there's got to be a lot of testing behind it. There's other things to consider. It, you could put a trailer together a lot cheaper and a lot easier than you could put together something like PT. So it's it's not surprising that, you know, they would think twice about, you know, moving forward if the entire project was going to be that expensive. I think that the ideas behind it, though, were incredible. Um, the Kojima thing and the Inafune thing are the same. Where people don't make that same comparison is with somebody like Tomonobu Itagaki, who left Team Ninja of Tecmo, who despite him leaving, and he's the big auteur, he's the big creative force behind Dead or Alive, his protege continued on his, carried on his legacy and made Dead or, several versions of Dead or Alive 5. So it's, wow. not about, it's not about dishonor or you leave the company and then they can't touch your franchise. It has nothing to do with that. It's just about what sells. And apparently boobs sell, um, Mega Man doesn't sell, and zombies don't sell. Well, Japanese zombies don't sell, apparently. American zombies do just fine. I have another theory. Go ahead. Maybe that'll depress you. You ready? They're uh, getting out. Uh, yeah, I actually forgot to talk about that, too, because I think I talked about this last time, didn't I, that Konami's major major finances are not even dependent on their games division anymore? Not at least their, their traditional console gaming division. It's their mobile games... They're casino games, they're pachinko machines, and a bunch of gyms in Japan. And those three things combined make more money than all of the console games they're doing, which right now are only Pro Evolution Soccer and Metal Gear Solid. Those are the only two franchises they even care about. They were doing Silent Hill. I don't know what it, what it's going on now, but... I hope Sony rescues Kojima and puts him in charge of this project again and they make what they were going to make, but that's wishful thinking on the part of a fanboy. That And honestly, honestly, yeah, that's also true. But you know the worst part of this whole thing? I don't like horror games. I don't like playing horror games, I should say. I love seeing the stories. I would have YouTubed the shit out of Silent Hills, but I wouldn't have played it. And there's probably a lot of people who feel the same way. That's it's sad, but it's true. Like I, I, I have YouTubed every game in the Silent Hill series, I think, except for Silent Hill Four. I've not seen playthroughs of Silent Hill Four, but I've watched a playthrough of one, two, three, and then the the uh, last gen. I don't remember Homecoming and yeah, it was Homecoming and Downpour. Yep. So I watched YouTubes of all those. I would never want to play them. The gameplay for Silent Hill sucks. Yeah. There you go. Like Truth I said, comes I'm out. pretty sure they're just getting out, man. I think that that they're just, it's not a profitable endeavor for them to make these big budget titles. Best to just kind of burn down the division with a little bit of sequelitis and move on. Yeah. It's a shame, too, because they've got so many IPs in their backlog. Castlevania. Contra. 
all of the Hudson Soft games, so anything that came out on the TurboGrafx-16 slash PC Engine they own. So anything from, you know, like Lords of Thunder all the way down to Bonk's Adventure, Bonk's Revenge, like those oh, kind of things. I love that game. Yeah, yeah. But, but they really haven't done much with their IPs other than Silent Hill and Metal Gear. Keep your eyes on the Wii Virtual Console because if if Konami starts taking down their stuff, there are a couple of Wii exclusive remakes of things in the Konami catalog that you should grab if they start tearing down their stuff. Like and what? There's a Castlevania and Contra like reimaginings for the Wii with Wii level graphics, but they're they're in two D, and they're both very very good. They're I believe, oh God, I can't remember the names. Castlevania Resurrection is one. Or, no, it's not. It's Castlevania. Castlevania: The Adventure Remastered. Just just look for Contra and and Castlevania on Wii on Wii Virtual Console, not Wii U Virtual Console. The Wii. There's also Rondo of Blood, which you'd want to pick up. There's a Bomberman game. There's there's a few things that are definitely worth picking up if Konami tears their stuff down, which impacts all the Hudson stuff too. So, if that happens, I'm going to be buying a lot of Wii cards and buying a bunch of downloadable games, which is not something I would normally do. But the Wii Virtual Console is actually still amazing, and it's a s- crying shame that none of it has been ported to the Wii U. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, if Konami gets out, there are things worth picking up big time before they get lost the digital ether forever maybe you don't care as much as I do I, I'm a content tourist anyway I probably wouldn't play through all of those but there are definitely a few that I would want to own because I don't own them and I've wanted to play them and if I lose the chance of playing them in a legal fashion I'd like to actually own a copy of them in a legal fashion I love it yeah you know and it's the internet you can get anything there. But do you really want to? I actually... I code for a living, so I do support software devs. So, there you go. Very good. Next up on the agenda. New Destiny expansion starring the Crazy Siblings. And a new area where we can walk around, apparently. Which is also the home of the Crazy Siblings. Do you have the DLC yet? I do not. I've been waiting for you to get back on. I'm now level 27. Bastard. Oh my god. How much have you been playing? A lot. Ah, shit. I may be playing Destiny right now. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to get on too. You should send me messages from time to time. I'm now we're probably too far apart. Now we probably can't play together. I don't know. An old friend of ours has just picked up Destiny. Who? She oh. is now on level one. I think I know who. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we should we should we should definitely team up. That yeah. would be fun. I just wanted to get some good armor and I finally learned how to actually play this game. <laughs> instead of just going around booping things. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I still boop. I just booped a robot. But I boop less. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to start playing some again. Maybe maybe this will finally, yeah. Well, I I will pick up the DLC. Don't you worry your pretty little head. I'm I'm actually impressed that you're willing to pick it up again. I thought once you got Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 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 oh 
like, yeah, I'm bored. No, it's not that. Okay, so yeah, fine. We'll talk about Mortal Kombat. Why is everyone so obsessed with it? Why? Tell me. I grew up playing the games, and I don't get it. It it feels great. It it feels like a nice combination of like an old school and a new school fighter. The story is ass though, and there are lots of zombies oh. in it. And Liu Kang and Kitana are now the villains, and it's just a horrible, horrible story. I I didn't think they could do a worse story than when they rewrote the timeline last time and had Sindel just rape half the cast. Uh. Not quite literally, I meant like rape is in destroy and kill and murder and leave them for dead. But all of those people that were killed by Sindel are now zombies in this version. Evil zombies that are controlled by another character who gets killed and therefore they can never be resurrected again. And they all hate Raiden and Raiden turns evil too at the end and it's, it's just a, it's a big downer. Sorry, guys, spoilers, but I didn't spoil that much, because... doesn't... I just... I don't know. It seems like it's a relic of my youth that I'm just kind of over. They're trying to make cool it relevant. Before that the internet, you had, like, like, fatalities and all this shit. But I don't know. Oh, I just got bitched in the face. Um, but no, I, I just... I don't know. I'm having a hard time mustering any enthusiasm for it. But everyone that works, like, you got to play it, it's OMG. I, I would like you to buy it, because then I'd be able to play it with somebody. I'm sick of beating up on the computer. The computer sucks. I'm bored. And I'm not I playing online. <laughs> so there's a few things about this entry in particular that are, I'd say, interesting. Uh, I, to- I, I touched on the story, which sucks. The DLC model is terrible. Two, uh, the the problem is this combat pack that lets you have so it's got two movie characters and two two Mortal Kombat characters that people are familiar with. Yes. There are also a bunch of characters in story mode that they've clearly inserted into the engine but are not playable. So we know that there are even more DLC characters coming because why the hell would they make a fighter with a full move set that they have no intention of offering as I, I I shouldn't say that because they did it for the bosses in the in Mortal Kombat 2011 but that isn't very frequent like I mean I mean these guys are really fleshed out so I don't know but the game itself the systems and a lot of what they've got going on are actually a lot of fun there is a wide variety of things to do outside of the online modes that you can use to kind of help your quote-unquote faction. So one of the things that they've got going on is this faction war where you, when you install the game for the first time, you pick your, your affiliation from one out of these five different organizations in the Mortal Kombat universe. And as you complete matches, any kind of match in the game, like whether you're beating the computer, whether you're playing online, whether you're doing whatever, you earn points that you can help your faction uh, win. And when when they win, you can get you get bonuses for playing more. So then, when you have those bonuses active, you get like for example more coins that then you can use to unlock things. But the unlock ratio is so slow that they pretty much want you to spend the $20 it takes to unlock the whole thing. 
<laughs> it's brilliant because it's evil. Yep. Thanks, Warner Brothers. Oh, Warner Brothers. At least they released that Batman trailer. I don't get it. I have I have both Arkham games, and I haven't played them yet. I've, I've played through the beginning of, of the first one and never got never got around to it. You're wrong, sir. It's it's amazing. You're I'm wrong. sure it is. It's just not my thing. You excited for Avengers? Speaking of comic books. I am insanely excited for Avengers and I cannot wait to for it to come out. But you know what I'm more excited for? Star Wars. Oh god, I knew it. You know me. I'm actually planning the largest Star Wars viewing I can possibly gather. Because you know, like, that's like my thing when it comes to Star Wars. I know that's your thing. I remember the antics we all went through. Yes, I wrecked the car. Yes, you did. (laughs) We had a boombox. It was blasting the Star Wars theme. We had lightsabers. Oh, Phantom Menace. I actually don't mind the Phantom Menace, oddly enough. I have much more problems with the second one than that. The second one has the worst lines ever in existence, but the plot is much more tolerable. But maybe that's because I'm impervious to angst because I wallow in it all the time. Yes, we're going (laughs) to go with that. (laughs) The brooding is acceptable. The third one... And it just gets everywhere. Oh, God, yeah. I I still quote that one from time to time, just because it's just so bad. Like the power glove. Oh, God. But, yeah, I'm I'm trying to plan the largest Star Wars viewing of all time. For my friends, at least. In, In Chicagoland. Around the holidays. So... You've been promptly told. You might be able to. You might be able to convince me. Like I'm literally trying to get every single person that I've ever known to go see this movie at the same time. Probably on a Sunday night, so we avoid the initial crowds. But I am dead serious. I I've, I've thought about this, and like I've talked to some of my other friends, and we're like, why don't we just get everyone we know and go see Star Wars? I will make the trip down early for it. If, if we end up doing it, I'm not 100%. Yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm we good. got time, we got time to figure all that out, it doesn't matter. I don't know yet on that, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. It'll be interesting, I'm excited, but I've never been as crazy into that as you were, so. I don't know why, I do not know why. I literally couldn't give a fuck all about most people, but... For some reason, when it comes to Star Wars, I, I don't know why. <laughs> well, with Lucas not involved anymore, at least the plot might be somewhat coherent. That I don't know if I trust J.J. Abrams either. So what are you playing lately? Uh, Mortal Kombat, um, Mario Kart, and I recently picked up Xenoblade on the 3DS. The new 3DS XL. So you have one of those? I do, yes. The the Majora's Mask Special Edition. How did you get one of those? Who'd you have to sell an Amiibo to to get one? That is classified information. Actually, I stumbled upon it kind of oh. randomly. They had a few restocks, you know, throughout the on and off. 
Unfortunately, some of the amiibo, uh, the amiibo accounts I follow always retweet the rare Nintendo stuff when they go back into stock. And I just happen to be at the right place at the right time. Uh-huh. A.K.A. at my computer at work. I was able to click the button. <sighs> That's code for I blew a homeless dude. And he gave me. I don't know why Dude, I, I like Zelda. I don't like Zelda that much. Uh, oh, since our last talk, they've delayed my my Zelda game. I am very pissed. Yeah, I I told you they were going to do that, didn't I? Yeah, I knew it. In my heart, I knew it. So do you think it's still going to be on Wii U? Yes. I don't know. A lot of people are saying otherwise. They think it's going to be an NX game. But then I studied the quotes that Iwata made around the NX, and they said that the new platform that they're designing as far as rewards is going to be based around the 3DS, the Wii U, and the NX. So that tells me that the NX is potentially a third pillar, which I have no idea where they can go with that. They can barely support two consoles. How are they going to support three? What do you think it is? The NX? Yeah. I think it's a way to keep certain investors off their ass while they get a few more years out of the Wii U. So, third pillar. Ah, next pillar. I honestly... Nintendo... I honestly don't think... No. Nintendo does a few things exceedingly well. I can't really see them saying, we're going to have a premium super development team that will just cater to blah, 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 blah. No, they're not going to... They're not going to do that because it'll waste money again. They wasted a lot of money on the Wii U already. So this thing, whatever it is, the only thing I can think, if it's not a third pillar, is it would be a replacement for both the 3DS and the Wii U eventually. So it's going to be this weird hybrid thing that potentially is either is a handheld and a console and potentially backwards compatible with either the 3DS or the Wii U. I'm not sure which one. No. That's silly. I don't know. No. If if backwards compatibility gets dropped, it's going to get dropped for the Wii U. It's not going to get dropped for the 3DS. There's too many oh. 3DSs out there. For the Wii U, they might feel like they can just rip the Band-Aid off because they only sold a few million. 3DS, no, they got to keep that going. Then they're not ready to kill that golden goose. So I don't know. The NX is a big enigma to me. I, I don't even know what it could be. I just know that Iwata did not say did not use terminology that would indicate it was a replacement for either one of the existing platforms, at least not at first. And also that we're not going to hear about it this year. Meaning that there's still some Wii U stuff coming regardless of whether or not they cancel it. There was a Xenoblade, uh, speaking of Xenoblade, there was a Xenoblade Direct this week as well with the North American version. And yeah, I, I want me some mech. Oh dear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In my veins now. Oh God. <laughs> and amiibos, lots of amiibos. Mech amiibos. Oh God, yes. That sounds awesome. What are you awesome. doing? Oh, that's. Oh, I hear Tyrion. I have. I told you. Which I reminds me. I PT, and they're like, "Hey, there's a strike." And that's all I've been playing is Destiny. Huh. I've been playing Destiny and freaking Mario Kart because Mario Kart is just joy. 
Mario Kart is joy. It will be even more joy when you get that DLC. I'm telling you, it is worth every penny. Oh, I intend to. I will get all the DLC. I will catch them all, as it were. Smash DLC is good, too. But that's just Mewtwo at this point, which is pointless, really. There's going to be a lot more coming. That's what's exciting. Apparently Ryu from Sma- from uh, Street Fighter might be making an appearance. I don't think that'll appeal to you at all. Oh, no, not at all. That that won't totally get me hyped up on Smash. Are you kidding? Yeah. Doing Hadoukens? Oh, my God, that's going to be fun. I, I, hope, I hope the rumors are true. I bet it is because there was some data mining that indicated that potentially that was going to happen. So we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of exciting things happening in the world of Nintendo. They're getting by very well by turning their games into platforms. It, it works. It keeps people excited. People's, it keeps the money rolling in, and they don't have to do these big releases as often. So, Who'd have thought that the game that... Who'd have thought that Nintendo would take the best DLC cues from Team Fortress? Yeah, yeah I guess I guess that's kind of true. Except, I mean, Team Fortress, the, the base game is free. Uh, these are premium experiences, but the DLC is so for lack of a better term meaty. Like, there's a lot to it. There's, there's, it's a good value for what you get. You basically get another, you know, half game for 11 bucks. I mean, who's going to say no to that unless you don't have the 11 bucks or you don't want to deal? But I- if you're even remotely interested in Mario Kart or Smash Brothers, you're going to pick up the DLC. Because why wouldn't you? And from what I can tell online, a lot of people have the DLC. Because I have no problem finding matches, and a lot of the stuff showing up in the random select for tracks are coming from both both packs of the DLC. That's well, anecdotal I, evidence, but... I tend, I intend to get all of the DLC, mainly because I just love this in Mario Kart. You know, I've only owned two racers in my life, Mario Karts and a Forza game I got free. Like, that's it. I have no other races. Mario Kart stays evergreen. Mario Kart 7 still sells a bunch. Hell, Mario Kart DS still sells. So, there you go. Mario Kart Wii was on the top 20 list long after the Wii U came out. Like, I believe. That's how nuts Mario Kart is. Yes. And the fact that they released so many tracks... God, I wish that they'd keep this coming. I would would buy... Four more cups, no problem. I want to see every damn track reworked. Freaking love it. I know they won't. They'd rather release a new game. They only release one game per platform anyway for Mario Kart. But if this is going to be the path moving forward, I'm definitely for it. I think it worked out pretty well for them. And the tracks are great. So, no complaints here. Fucking Archon Priest. <laughs> You're on a strike? You're on a strike while we're podcasting. How dare you, sir? You I split have, your I attention. I have to shoot things at the end of the day, dude. I get told, and I get asked for enough discounts that I have to be violent at some point. Mortal Kombat is even better for that. Is there really a finishing move where, where the... Where the girl literally, like, destroys a man's penis? Um... I have...
haven't seen every fatality, but I would not put that past them at all because the fatalities now are getting to the point of just stupid. Like, for example, Reptile. You know Reptile, right? So he used to have a fatality where he acid spits, like he just spit acid on, on the character and then they yeah. just melt away and die. Well, in this game, he spits acid. Then he runs up to them and just for the hell of it, just rips their head in two. Like, so, so, and, and right down the middle, too. So it's not like, you know, he smashes it or does anything like that. No, he, he manages to take his, his hands and literally just rip it apart in perfect half. Like, it was sliced in half. But he's, he's doing it with his hands. So it looks like the most obscene, stupid, oh, we need to, like, break his head open somehow. Like, dumbness. And Kung Lao has a fatality like that, too, where he throws his hat on the ground and it starts spinning, and he slowly pushes the other guy into the spinning hat on the ground, which makes... I, I mean, not that Mortal Kombat has to be... The, the physics don't have to be exact. I mean, it, that's the whole point, is it's crazy. But it's getting to the point now where even I'm turning around and going, man, okay. that's... Really? Really? Oh, yeah, you just went there. Uh, okay, fine. Oh, you're still go- oh, oh. <laughs> and and yeah, that's just about every every fatality in the game. There are very few that make me go, "Damn, that was cool." You know, like last time around, there were quite a few that that at least they were over the top without going so far over that it just made you roll your eyes. Now now it's getting into that eye roll zone way more than I feel comfortable with. So there you go, fatality. I'm sure. I don't know which one you're talking about, where they, where uh, somebody gets their dick destroyed. But if I had yeah. to guess, it's probably Cassie Cage. I, I haven't. Someone, from what I've seen, she punches somebody right in the dick, right. and it zooms in on an X-ray, where it shows like a porcelain shatter, and then the guy is dead, and it's implied that his testes are destroyed. Uh, that's an x-ray, and yes, that's in the game. That's not even a fatality. Oh my god. No wonder all my coworkers want to play this. X-rays are just, you press two buttons together and they happen. As long as you can actually get close enough to your opponent to get it off. X-rays are actually very satisfying to perform. They're like Mortal Kombat's version of Ultra Combos. They do like 30% damage. They're super moves. Because you don't have super moves in Mortal Kombat. You have these things instead. I just want the, the power hammer. But that's my extent of fighting games. Is, uh, Smash Brothers. No, it's not. It's Guilty Gear. Oh, yeah. Only if drunk. I don't get drunk anymore. Yeah. Like, as much. Yeah, as much. I did get pretty saucy. Ha, <laughs> Alright, dude. We've gone on for a while. Got anything else to add? My cat will not stop peeing everywhere. That oh. is all I have. What's going on with her? She's probably anxious with the baby. Still? The baby now pulls on her table. On oh, her poor kitty. Yeah. yeah and the, the baby's getting more daring, too, because now the cat's probably like, oh, shit, I, I can't <laughs> eat this. Before I could at least think I could eat it. Now it's it's like getting bigger, and it's not afraid of me. What am I supposed to do? Hikari doesn't like kids either. She, we had, we were babysitting a three year old, and and she just she will hiss at her every time. 
but it's not because like she'll usually be okay with her until the three-year-old starts chasing her and then she gets upset so it, it makes sense because the kids aren't afraid of her so she doesn't know how to react but anyway i yeah i feel i'm sorry about your cat <laughs> no, bridget's always the been furniture. the cat's gonna die i feel sorry for the furniture that's expensive Alright, well, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I can be reached at A-N-G-S-T-Y-G-A-I-J-I-N. That is at AngstyGaijin. And I might Twitter eventually if I ever can get online when I'm not at work. And what's your Twitter? No pants, kid! No space, no pants, no mercy. Alright, guys, that wraps it up for episode 31. And until next time, stay angsty. Stay pantsless ladies.